0: The X starts on Friday. I know, uh, we used to go to the X when I was a kid all the time. And then, unfortunately for the X, Canada's Wonderland opened. I think it opened in the 80s, right? And then we thought, oh, there's an alternative and we can ride the rides for uh, more than just a couple of weeks. So we got a little bit excited about that. I, w- I remember getting a season pass. I I don't want to age myself too much. There was a time where you could buy an Advanced Canada's Wonderland season pass for nineteen ninety nine. It's a true story. And it was like you could buy it before the park opened. And that was like back in 1981. We were quite young. It opened May 23rd, 1981. So you could buy it before the park opened. And uh, and that's how they would get, you know, people talking about it and interested in it. And then, you know, somebody's parents would just drop you off. And you'd just run around like crazed teenagers um, for the afternoon. And it was great. Honestly. Absolutely loved the place. And that was back in the day of the uh, mindbuster And then, uh, Courtney, you're a big fan of roller coasters. It, the Was it the Dragon Fire? At Canada's Wonderland? Have you been to Canada's Wonderland recently? Yeah. I think the Dragonfire came up next. Mm -hmm. And then what's the one that goes upside down a couple times? Corkscrewed. The Bat. Is it the Bat? And you go backwards? Never been on it. It's great. Never been on it, but you're a big fan of roller coasters, right? Mm -hmm. You'd like this then. Canada's Wonderland says it is building the longest, fastest, highest roller coaster of its type in 2020. 19 it will be open it's already under construction this is going to be a roller coaster that is going to be record-breaking it's called the yukon striker and right now chris is trying his darndest to get our next guest on the phone who we had uh set up an interview with his name is peter switzer and i hope there's nothing going on at the park right now he's wonderland director of construction and maintenance and hopefully he is running to his phone right now because chris is trying to get in touch with him um so we can talk about this uh roller coaster The behemoth, Leviathan, they're biggies, but they are not going to be anything compared to the Yukon Striker, the longest, fastest, highest roller coaster of its type. And there is a type. One of the interesting things about this is each train is, you know, it's not like a a car where you have, you know, uh, let's say six to eight riders per car. Going, uh there's two in front and then two in, the and then two in the next row and then two in the next row and then two in the next row. The seats, each train is eight riders across. We've got, uh, yeah, it is fascinating. You better believe it, Spock. Peter Switchard's on the line with us right now. Peter, you're a busy guy. I'm happy you could join us. Hi, Kelly. How many roller coasters does uh, Canada's Wonderland have right now? Uh, I think it's 16. 16. That's huge. So tell us about the Yukon Striker and why it's going to be super special.
1: Yukon Striker is uh, one of a kind in Canada. It's a dive coaster where uh, the guests are taken to uh, 232 feet above the ground, and then they're they're held at a um, at the precipice at the drop. The drop is a 90 degree d- drop, um, so the guests will be held at that precipice for three seconds, and then they they'll be released and, and plummet vertically down oh at 80 miles an hour uh, into an underground tunnel under or under the pond uh, in the area actually. Um, yeah, so, so. so
0: one of the exciting things about this, and I see, I, I'm guessing, uh, you know, that's a computer generation generated uh, imagery of what it would be like to ride this coaster. Yep. But um, so you're stopped at the precipice. You're sitting there for three seconds or so before they drop you, you know, pretty much straight down. You're looking at this pond, and what's fantastic about it is you have to go right in front of the pond, where you are looking straight down, although it looks like you're kind of leaning over the pond, you have to get yourself in this almost postage st- size area, which is the tunnel entry, which, from that perspective, would look way too small.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the idea, is to give that illusion so that people believe they're not going to fit. And um, it, it's sort of a, a, a very old part of the human brain that wants to preserve its life, Um to to, uh, to do whatever you can to not not be in trouble but uh, that, that adds to the thrill and that's what all of our rides are based on is that you're in this sense of danger but at the sense of safety and fun at the same time so um, yeah it's going to be quite a thrill I think
0: and so you're going underground as well you're going in the tunnel how long
1: would you be in a tunnel for? The tunnel's 200 feet long, and we've calculated just under two seconds. So you'll fly through that pretty fast, 130 kilometers an hour. So you're going to whip through there pretty quick.
0: This is one of those roller coasters. You know, like I'm from the days of the Mindbuster. not to date myself too much. Maybe the Dragon Fire, I think that's what it was called. Yep. But, you know, this is from the days of, uh, you know, its it's got everything now. Like you're going to corkscrew. You're going to go upside down. You're going to drop straight down. Uh, you know, is there anything that is being left out uh, of this of this coaster?
1: I don't think so. I think it's got everything that that people want and and anything that uh, a cutting edge coaster has um yeah it's going to be the tallest fastest longest uh dive coaster in the world.
0: One of the other interesting things about this, and I was talking about it a little bit uh, right w- before the introduction, because you sound like you're out of breath, so I don't know where you were, but we were trying to get you.
1: I was just coming back from the site. I'm sorry.
0: And no, I appreciate that you ran, uh, but each train is eight riders, and instead of going, you know, two in front, and then two in the back, and two, in, you know, in each car, you are going to, the eight riders go across the track, so you are side by each.
1: Yeah, just you like know. sitting in a in a theater, uh, eight people sitting side by side. Some people will be stationed over top of the rails of the track, and some people are going to be, uh, you know, six feet outside of the track. So there will be nothing under you. The train is floorless. There's no, no place to put your feet.
0: Yeah, if you're just wondering what that was, and you're like, come again, the train has no floor. That's right. So if you are not immediately where the track is in the center seats, because you're going to be able to look down at your feet, and you'll see the track underneath you, which would be terrifying. But equally terrifying is if you're on one of the end seats, you're going to have nothing beneath you.
1: No, that's right. That's going to add to the thrill again. Who is this for? Well, it's any, any thrill seeker, really, or even for those who want to try a new thrill. Um, maybe, you know, people haven't been on a coaster in a while. They want to try something new. This this might be for them as well. But
0: uh, Well, it's not you for you the I'm faint-hearted.
1: Gonna, I'm going to be the first one, I'll tell you that. Are you? Yep, that's the plan.
0: All right. Wow, you're a, you're a brave man. Will you be wearing adult diapers?
1: I hope not. <laughs> I've got a few years ahead of me before that. Well, July, and, uh, but, uh, the
0: fear factor is my point. <laughs> uh, tell us, tell us about the theme of the Yukon Striker.
1: Um, the the theme is related to frontier Canada, um, back to the Yukon Gold Rush period, um, where the mines were driving people to uh, travel great distances to do brave things, and uh, and that's what this is. But instead of searching for gold, they're, they're searching for thrills.
0: All right. Um, when will it be completed?
1: We will be substantially completed with construction in March. We'll begin testing of the equipment in March, and we will open in April.
0: When you said you were going to be the first person to ride it, are you going to be like the test dummy, or are you going to wait till all the testing is complete?
1: No, no. We'll, we'll complete all the testing before anyone is allowed to, to board the ride. So okay. We,
0: how yeah. do you do that, by the
1: way? Um, we do it with uh, water dummies, so we we have these plastic-shelled uh, dummies that we put in the train, and, and we load them with water, and that simulates the weight of a human body. And we do various tests with different loading configurations, so full load, overload, underload, imbalanced load, uh, imbalance load etc. Mm-hmm. Test all the brakes, test all the mechanical components, um, and then we we run it, run it, run it. We run it. Um, for days and days and days to make sure that it's reliable and it's safe and it does all the things we expect it to do. Um, and then we, um, we get into a mode where we start to do failure um, tests. So we, we pull a fuse, we disconnect the wire, and we make sure the ride does what it's supposed to do um, accordingly.
0: That sounds like it's the really exciting part. Yeah, uh, putting it's all, it
1: together—it's all exciting. It's um, it, that—that's a fun part, but uh, but building—it's pretty fun too, because to to see it go from nothing to something, or go from a drawing on a sheet of paper to something standing that that high off the ground—it's—it's it's exciting.
0: What's been the most challenging part of build, build, building this uh, new Yukon Striker?
1: Um, two parts. One is building in the winter. Most of southern Ontario construction is done in the summer, but. Uh, we 're we're operating a theme park here in the summer, so we don 't we can 't do much construction at that time. so the majority of the work will happen in the winter. Um, we started in January of this year and we we had some we had a harsh winter uh, we We had a nice storm to deal with mm. we had the wind storm to deal with as well um, so the weather is is a challenge um, The other is dealing with the construction within the park itself. I call it building a ship in a bottle because we're dealing with existing infrastructure. We're not building this in, a, in an open green field. We've got underground infrastructure we need to uh, deal with, and we've got all the above-ground infrastructure to deal with as well. So it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, but at the same time, it's a, it's a puzzle, and I love puzzles. So.
0: Is this um, roller coaster, was it designed by uh, Canadians here, or is there a team designing? Like, is there somebody that holds this position in the world uh, as, you know, a roller coaster designer?
1: Um, there are numerous countries around the world that design roller coasters. This one is designed by a group of consulting engineers in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, the concepts for the track layout started internally here at the park um, and we provided the, uh, the, uh, the path of the coaster and the, the location of the coaster and w- what elements we wanted to see and then they took that and, and did the detailed design. Um, the um, the structural design for the foundations that's done locally here so we have consulting engineers that do that for us Uh, they'll also design the buildings um, to support the the ride Um, so yeah there there aren't many roller coaster engineers on the planet but um,
0: it sounds like a fun job
1: yeah well my kids say I have the best job in the world and
0: well, that's because they probably get uh, a chance to go see daddy at work anytime they want. And when your dad works at Canada's Wonderland, that's not too shabby.
1: No, no, true. True enough.
0: Take your kids to work day it has a totally different meaning for your kids. Listen, Peter, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I know you're a busy man putting together this uh, record breaking roller coaster, and we look forward to being able to ride it. We're thinking uh, April next year.
1: Well, I hope you come to try it.
0: I probably will be looking at the ground, uh, you know, <laughs> looking at it from the ground. I understand. Not as brave as you, Peter. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for being here.